Oh my God. Yes. We got tatted while we were in Vegas, y'all. I Tatted up. Tat, tat, tat. Well, you can't really see my. Oh, tat. I got it in a weird place. Me too. Wait, wait. And mine's kind of like to the side. on the side. Whenever I twist my arm, it looks weird. It does it? It looks deformed. Someone said you was um when we was on the bus, you kept looking. Yo, because I can't. She said you kept looking at your arm. Like, <gasps> no, you don't even understand. Like even like the next morning when I woke up, I was sleeping like this, and I woke up, I was like, what the. F-? <laughs> Oh my god! Yo, <laughs> I, I did do that like twice. Like I ain't go far. I was like, "What is? It? Oh yeah." Okay. I was like, "Oh snap! Why well, got a tattoo?" <laughs> like because it, you know because like usually when you get a tattoo, it's like you're gonna be there for a couple of hours, and so it was like kind of like you know in your brain. But you, we got it. it took us what? Maybe three minutes mm, each. Yes, maybe if maybe, that. That if might be that. a stretch. And that so, might be a stretch. So yeah, but yeah, we got tatted up. Ten dollar. I, like, I like it. Coolsville tattoo. They got three locations in Las Vegas. If you're going to Vegas, and it makes ten dollars. I mean, ten, it's a little choices. Yeah, you have little, but ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. Twenty dollars. Thirty dollars. Forty dollars. I thought you was going to get the second one. You said you wanted another one. I should have. Yeah. I just gotta go back. And there you go. So I can see Usher and Bruno Mars. Yo, when you text me, I was like, granted, I've already seen him in concert twice, but. A third time would be Bruh. lovely. I was like, wait, Bruno Mars was there while we was there? I can believe it. Very upsetting. I love him so much. I didn't bump into Usher or Rick Ross, but it's all right. I'll go back. It's probably for the best that you didn't bump into Usher or Rick Ross. Why? Well, Rick Ross, like. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh. That's my man's, yo. I bangs with Rick oh. Ross. That is my top five, one of my favorite rappers. Love Rick Ross. Oh. My mom thinks he's attractive, but you know. She also oh. thinks Snoop Dogg is attractive, so hey. Snoop, you know what? I saw a picture of Snoop Dogg's father the other day. Oh. He looked just like him. Wow. Like slim and tall and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, he looked just like him with gray hair. Yeah, no. I'll take Rick Ross over Snoop Dogg. I need that. I don't know, dog. I, I think I would take, I think I would choose Snoop over. I, I need him a little thick. I need him a little thick. Oh, my God. I need him a little thick. Oh, my God. You That's know all what? I'm saying. I think we should just start the show. That's fine. <laughs> I think we should just start the show. That is fine. I'm just saying. Hey everyone! What is happening? What's poppin'? Episode twenty-eight in the building. Yes, I'm your girl CRT. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes, and in tattoos. Ah, set it up. <laughs> Yo, let me tell y'all about your co-host. <laughs> she was up and down Las Vegas Boulevard yelling at. <laughs> Set it up. Set it up. Yo, we had so much fun. We out had a there. good time. We had like the time of our <laughs> life out there. <laughs> yeah, a good time. We had a great time. Oh, Chad, Mother's there and all. Like we were just really turned up. Thanks everybody who came out. No edited version. No, like no. No. I'm so glad we chose not to do a podcast. <laughs> I mean, honestly. It would have been a hot mess. Yeah. Like, no. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-mm. Too much. For sure. Too much. For sure. But yeah. So yeah, um, I don't think we have any announcements. Yeah, no. No, we don't. We no. did. We did, but it got canceled. Fucking COVID. Because of COVID. Because y'all can't. Well, I was going to say because y'all can't stay in the house, but we definitely just came from Vegas. Yeah. But outside of that, though, 
We don't be out the house like that. We really don't. See, when we be out the house, we do it big or we stay in the house. Period. Go big or go home. That's it. That's it. So, um, so yeah, maybe we'll uh, have that announcement for you guys next year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, sis, what can't you wrap your head around? Okay, I um. I was going to say something else, but then we talk about Vegas. I can't wrap my head around that there's like no continental nothing in Vegas. Like, what you mean? Like, I had to pay for coffee in Vegas. Like, I'm used to, y'all can at least have free coffee. You mean like continental breakfast? Yeah. Like, I like Vegas. I really do. But the fact that we got to pay for everything, yo, everything, I was like, hey, yo, I don't, there was like, you know, like, you go to some hotel, they have, like, the little coffee machine in the room. Mm-hmm. I would have tolerated that. Yeah. Nope. You had to pay. You know what? Honestly, by Friday, I was like, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. The- <laughs> because Bruh. I was so tired of spending money. <laughs> the damn Ubers. <laughs> I haven't spent that much money on Ubers. And first of all, I had to re-download the Uber app when I got to Vegas. Because I had to- COVID hit, I was like, oh, I ain't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't yes. going to work. Deleted the app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to re-download the app. Had to pay for the Uber to get to dinner, yes. from dinner back to the hotel, yeah. from the hotel. To, oh, and those, if we want to go change clothes before we go somewhere, after we came from somewhere. Shoot. So like, I, I can't I can't really get with the whole, I mean, like, nothing's included. Yo, they're like, listen, you got a place to lay your head. Our, like, the rooms, didn't, well, our room didn't have a fridge, but my mom's room, they had a suite. Oh. Yeah, and they had a they had a, they didn't have like no microwave. They only had a fridge. We ain't had no microwave or fridge. <laughs> we ain't had no microwave or fridge. And I was like, "Hey yo." Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of it was kind of rough. I ain't going to hold you like it was that part was actually kind of rough. Yeah. 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 Like for sure. I can't wrap my head around it. So yeah. next time we go to Vegas, I'm going to find me a Hyatt or okay. <laughs> uh, 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 some type of Hilton. I'm telling you, it is breakfast included. Please. I'm begging you. I bet you if we would have bumped into Rick Bross or Usher, they probably would have put us up somewhere. You know, if you want to stick by that, I'm going to let you stick by I'm it. I'm just saying, next I, time, next time, oh my God. they would have put us up somewhere. Oh, my God. I'm just oh saying. Oh, my God. That's all I'm saying. What can't you repeat? Oh, my God. Okay, so mine is based off of something I saw earlier today. You know, uh, Immature IMX? Yes. My very person. Oh. So anyway, an article came up about how Romeo lost his guy. His mm-hmm. eye got injured, and I had no idea. So here's what it says. Mm. Um, That's the one with the patch, right? Yes. Okay. Romeo told Nick Cannon, this came out, this article came out like two years ago, mm. but it said Romeo told Nick Cannon in Los Angeles that Brandy Norwood got into it with half pint. He, and he says, this is his quote. He says, she had a book in her hand, just tossed it back, not thinking anyone or I was that close, cut my retina, detached it, and the lens to the eye had fell out. Uh, Brandon Adams caught it. He was there with us. So he's standing there holding my lens. He's not knowing what's going on. Mark comes in and we were trying to hide it. Yeah. What? I'm going to read it one more time. She had a book in her hand, just tossed it back, not thinking anyone or I was that close. Cut my retina, detached it, and the lens to the eye had fell out. Okay. And he said this to Nick Cannon where and why was this a topic of conversation? On on Nick Cannon's... uh, 
Cannon on Power 106. I don't know if he still has a show or not. Nick Cannon on Power 106 Whoa. in L.A. Yeah. Uh, Wait, time out. So, Romeo, I'm trying to think back. Romeo, he he never, he always had that patch. Like, that's how Immature was introduced to us, right? Um, Did he have the patch in the beginning? So, here's what here's what it's saying. It's like, um... Here's just at the top. When we were all singing, I will never lie again. Little did we know that Romeo from Immature, blah, 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 blah. The R&B singer. Okay, this is talking about a tour. Um, but it was saying how, like, Half Pint used to be a part of the group. Another. So if you go to, back to one of the, um, what's the name movies? What's the movies where they was in? House Party? Yes. Romeo, oh, yes. Romeo wasn't in those movies. That's right. It was the other, the other little light-skinned boy. His, that's, that's Half Pint. Half Pint was taken out of the group because of uh, Chris Stokes. Oh, okay. In his mm, mess, in his allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, so yes. So they. When were, is that story gonna come out? Cause yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry, Christo's got to go somewhere. It's just. But I too think much. they were all on the set of something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they were all in like. Chris Stokes was around. Oh God. So yeah, they they was trying to hide it and everything. He had, it says Romeo eventually went on to have three eye surgeries to correct his eye. So Brandy is the reason that Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I wonder if Brandy was just like, and that could, like, wait, what? 20, 30 years later. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's a good looking man, too. I'll patch or not. <laughs> Girl. Oh, my God. Listen, if he stepped to the plate, I'm taking a swing. You know I was, what I'm saying? I was always Batman. Or what was the other one? LDB? Yeah, I was always LDB. LDB? I was always LDB or or, uh, or Batman. Always. Oh, Wasn't paying Romeo no attention. Romeo was bad. Give me that. I, I like pirates. <laughs> Wait a minute. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> We're still tired. I'm sorry. You're We're still tired. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. We're still tired. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to get into yep. the show? Yep, sure am. We got a bit of politics for you guys. This oh week. my gosh! I'm gonna let sis take it on over, girl. Yes. Like, okay. So yeah. Um. So before we left, we were talking about everything that was going on with uh, Afghanistan and the Taliban and the twenty-something-year war that's been going on between the United States over in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to say I'm happy to report, but I'm, I I guess, I don't know. So basically that war is officially over as this week, the very last troops that were over there are home. Um, mm. it, 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 it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. Yeah, so the, the very last troops, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been nearly 20 years. Um, so Marine General Frank McKenzie, commander of U.S. Central Command, announced the completion of the U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan at the Pentagon earlier this week. This was what he, his quote said. Tonight's withdrawal sig- signifies both the end of the military component of the evacuation, but also the end of a nearly 20-year mission that began in Afghanistan shortly after September 11, 2001. Wow. It's a mission that brought Osama bin Laden uh, to a just end along with many of his out. Al Qaeda, um, Al Qaeda co-conspirators. Um, wow. yeah, the cost was 2,461 U.S. service members and civilians, and more than 20,000 injured. Mm. Sadly, that includes 13 U.S. service members who were killed literally last week by a um an ISIS K suicide bomber. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, I did see that President Biden um, and First Lady Joe Biden, they did uh, attend a ceremony for those 13 um, servicemen who were killed. Um, 
he had, I think it was earlier this week they attended that. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. However, it's the end of the war physically, but it's the beginning mm-hmm. to a whole different type of war. I think at this point, you know, mental health has been a, a key topic over the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially when it comes to athletes um, and actually African Americans, but now is the time. Um, for us to to seriously wrap our arms around those veterans who are coming home for the very first time in years. Some of the things that they have seen, I can't even fathom or even imagine. Um, so I, I think this is the beginning to a different war, a mental war. Um, and this will really see how the country acts to those veterans We've been over here waving the flags. We've had confrontations. Now is the time we are really going to see what this country really does for those servicemen. Think about some of those that have that had kids that are now grown. Those kids are grown now. They don't even know who they are. Um, and they have to deal with that readjusting to this new normal that we're in. Um, oh, child, yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I just I just think about how the country already treats the veterans that we already had, right? And I'm not impressed at all. So we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. I will be praying for them <clears throat> um, because it just just them getting home was traumatic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Matt, those 13 people that were killed by a suicide bomber that thought they were coming home. And now they're not. And the people that had to watch that happen. Yeah. It's not funny. So we just need to really wrap our arms around around them. Absolutely. At all, at this this is serious. So I'm you know, I just I'm glad I'm glad that they are finally coming home, but I'm just like, what's mm. it also what's it gonna mean for mm. whatever is to come after that? Like, you know, Al ISIS or Al Qaeda, whoever it is, I forget. Yeah. The Taliban. The I'm Taliban, sorry, yeah. They wow. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm scared for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really scared for them. I am I am honestly scared for them. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> You know what? It was you know it was a discussion about like that came on across the timeline where people were like there used to be like people were like one People didn't realize that there there didn't used to be baggage fees. Right. And that your family used to walk you to the gate Yo. in the airport. Yes. Yes. Because of nine eleven. All, a lot of the airlines in um, <clears throat> incorporated the baggage fees to recoup from yeah. uh, the economic tragedy that was also a month that came with uh, the September 11th attacks. They and can they, did that now. Y'all have yes. y'all, y'all have gotten that yes. money back. Y'all have recovered. Y'all good. Yes, y'all have, but they never took it back. And yeah, and once after and after after 9/11, like no one could walk you to the gate. I mean, people could walk, like your whole family could go through the security. I mean, with like, oh, you you with them? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. No ticket, no nothing, just no. vibes. Yes, literally, <laughs> just vibes, just vibes <laughs> through the airport, bro. Like I remember those days. And then just like like night and day, it was just like take your shoes off, take this off, uh, make sure you have no jewelry on, like like night and day, like the mm-hmm. switch was just like that, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's crazy to think it's been twenty something years since we've been one going through this strip search every time we go through the airport, and two paying baggage fees. It so it is literally twenty years 
on September 11th because mm-hmm. 2001. This is 2012, 2021. Yes, I know that there's um there's a couple of documentaries that are coming out. Um, I think either on Hulu or Nat Geo. It's some. Um, and I saw some people on Twitter talking about they're not going to watch it because, you know, we were there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we lived through that. I'm going to watch it just because I think that there's so many things that are now probably going to be included in the documentaries that we either have forgotten or that we did not know about. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with it's just, it's <clears throat> almost a coincidence that on the 20th anniversary or a week before it, these troops are home. Yeah. So, yeah. um... I'm I'm gonna be tuning in because I just want to just kind of re-educate myself on um, what happened on that day, um, and not just in New York, in D.C., Pennsylvania. Yes. <clears throat> it was it was three tragedies that was going Did on. Did you ever watch uh, Fahrenheit 9/11? No, I watched it. I had it on bootleg though. Mm-mm. I watched it. I wa- I was watching all that stuff when it came out. Like when I when I was old enough to like finally watch it, I was watching. All of it, and so yeah, I'll probably be. I didn't yeah. know there were going to be documentaries, but I, I, I'm because you know also there's things that we probably won't remember or whatever. Yeah. Um. Because you know I was in high school, I was like a sophomore in high school. I was in middle school, yeah, or something like that. So yeah, like I was in I was in high school, so I'm sure there are things because I didn't even know what the at that point I don't think I don't, I think I only been in New York one time yeah. at that point in my life, so I didn't even know what the twin towers were. Until I got home and saw it on the news, and I saw like the you saw and it was actually showing this shit on TV. That's. <laughs> I think for me living in New York, going home from I remember that day perfectly. Everybody's mom and parent guardian was running to the school to remind we're on Long Island, mm-hmm. so we're 20 miles away from New York City. Mm-hmm. But everybody's parent was coming to get them. It was not a game. Um and to go home and I remember because my mom also owned a daycare at the time. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, She's trying to watch that, but you know, you got little kids watching Blues Clues in the next room. They don't need to know what's going on. But to my mom made me and my little sister watch what was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was very traumatic to keep watching that plane. And it was like, and they were like, oh my God. And then within, I think it was nine minutes, Mm -hmm. the next plane. And it was like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. What is happening? So, um, and it was just eerie over like the last next couple of months, mm. you know, hearing because people somehow, some way retrieved cell phone footage because people were on the plane calling their loved That's ones. That's right. That's right. Calling yes, they- their loved ones, telling them, I'm never going to see you again. Yes. Ugh, I can't. Woo. Let's move on. Because that, that was, to me, that was the worst part of it. Mm-hmm. I think the worst, one of the worst parts that I do remember, and then we can move on, mm-hmm. um, I'll never forget, it was the New York Times or the New York Post, mm-hmm. the news cover the fact that they were able to actually get this, um, and it was the cover of the newspaper for about a couple of days. Mm-hmm. There was a, a woman or a man that actually had to jump out of the the because they there I was, remember that and seeing that on a cover of the newspaper was one of the most traumatic mm-hmm. things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just educate yourselves. I know there's a lot of TikTokers out here. You know, it definitely makes me feel old. Um, but you know, educate yeah. yourselves on what's happening and what's probably going to come next because yeah. it's it's not over. Yeah. Yeah. So, woo, child. Ghetto. Ghetto indeed. What do we have next, sis? Ghetto, like Georgia per usual. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, damn. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember um, last uh, year during the Republican National Convention, former football player Herschel Walker made his 
political debut, I guess. Mm-hmm. He was a, uh, a puppet for Trump, got up there at the RNC and was talking about how Trump is just this great human being and woo, 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 woo. Um, well, Herschel Walker has decided that he too wants to be a clown and run for Georgia State Senate. Um, however, the issue is he doesn't even live in Georgia. Oh, so, oh well, how, well, how does that work? Yeah. So, um, he's, but he, he like, so he's a former university of Georgia football star. He launched a campaign, um, like a week ago for the U S Senate. Um, and of course he has Donald Trump support, you know? So yeah, um, he's actually running against representative Raphael Warnock's, um, see, I don't think that's going to work. Um, yeah. I hope not. He lives in Texas. Herschel Walker well, lives in Texas. Yeah. Is he planning on moving to Georgia? It doesn't like, um, it does say whether he'd move from his home in Texas or Georgia. They don't know. Cause it's like, you can't do that. But he did file paperwork um, with the federal election commission, um, establishing his candidacy. Um, Georgia's going to be like this really big battleground coming up. I mean, I think they already are, especially, but now because of that, because, you know, Stacey Abrams was able to get that state to flip blue. Like yes. Georgia is going to like, they're, they're <laughs> no pun intended, but they drawing their guns out down there. Politically. Yeah. Like yeah. it's going to be a big, big issue. People going to be probably coming out the woodwork saying all kinds of stuff in terms of like running for political seats in Georgia or whatever. So Georgia, again, keep them, keep your eyes open, stay abreast because I mean, and they've already got people passing weird laws and shit already. So, oh my gosh, yeah, I am. Twenty twenty two is about to be. I, I don't even know. It, it it is what it is. Um, you know, he so Herschel Walker has like a history of violent and erratic behavior, some of which he's attributed to his struggles with mental illness, mm-hmm. um, his stance on political uh, major policies, along with his ability to court grassroots voters and donors, is unknown. Um, yeah, it's 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 giving very much. Oh well, if Trump can do it, I can do it. Vibes. And to be very honest, he's he's going to be the first of many. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to be the first of many. I heard that, and I'm not comparing, you know, the next name I'm going to say to Donald Trump, but I did see that Matthew McConaughey is dabbling with running for something in Texas. It's and like I try not to say it, like you know, because I don't want to be on some shut up and dribble. But it's like, why? I'm not saying you can't do both, but why you know what i mean yeah it's like no one's like oh i need to know what matthew mcconaughey stands on policies yeah like we literally just want to see you with your shirt off no shade no tea yeah yeah because i don't want to all right all right all right you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know i don't i know they got to be somebody and in, in just a regular you know that works at you know an office somewhere that just says you know what i can make a change who has political experience. Yeah. You know, un, you know, so like the whole celebrity running for politics, they, again, I'm not on some Laura, some Laura Ingram shut up and dribble, but I'm just kind of like, this is all that what's the name's fault from, uh, Ronald Reagan. Nope. <laughs> Cause it could go back that far. People, say, people say, forget sh- about that. I do, but I was going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that part. <laughs> This is all Schwarzenegger's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't, um, man, I don't want it. Yeah. So I, I heard Walker. I mean, did he even play like professional football or was he just, you know, I don't, I, he played in college? 
Okay, well. Oh, okay, good we, for you. We all have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. Who hasn't played? Yeah. We all played a sport in college, okay. right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, you some, know. yeah. You know. I don't know. I don't want it, though. Yeah, very ghetto. Very ghetto. But that's Georgia mm. for you. Yeah. Ah! Mm. I don't know. Um, um, mm. Well, we have to talk about Hurricane Ida coming up. Well, happening in New Orleans. As we speak. As we speak. Um, <sighs> yo, mm-hmm. New Orleans can't catch a break. At all. And, okay, let me show you this clip. I'm going to show you guys this clip that we got here um, because it's, this is a um, footage from a, a historic like uh it's like a music museum music museum in um in New Orleans Louis Ar- Louis Armstrong played there you know like this I I just feel like okay first of all we have to talk about the governor saying that there was nowhere for these people to evacuate like do yo. you remember that do you you yo like the yeah I saw the I saw a New Orleans mayor say that mhm and so if you can get refugees over here from a third world country and post them in the Airbnbs for free, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like y'all did not know Hurricane Ida was coming. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the weathermen and women prepared you for it a whole week and maybe so more in advance. Why couldn't you get people to the help that they needed? Again, mm-hmm. now New Orleans, if if I'm correct, is predominantly a black. Is a predominantly black city, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. And I'm Louisiana. Louisiana, but you know, like I know they got like Ninth Ward and Fourth Ward and things all like the wards, all yeah. the wards, one through nine, is it ten? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Nonetheless, like it's a predominantly black city, and I'm not shocked that you know. I'm just not. I, I'm just not shocked that once again. Mm-hmm. The city has failed to protect lower the, the lower class citizens, the poor neighborhoods. Like I'm never, I'm never surprised. You guys don't want to take any stock into uh, protecting and holding on to those who you think are not important, who who you think uh, do not matter. And it is a shame that again, for a second time, that the state of Louisiana has failed the people of New Orleans. And that really that really means that some shit got to change. I don't understand it. Like I really it just makes absolutely no sense to me. And the fact, you know, this happened on the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, which was catastrophic for the city. It took yes. them so long to recover from that. So I mean, I, they were still building houses as of recently for, from Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina. Katrina. They, like, was, they, was, they still had devastation from Hurricane Katrina, which also means that they were not doing what they needed to do to rebuild the communities. I don't know what needs. I don't know what needs to be done. Um, I've never been to New Orleans. Eventually, I do want to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but some, something's got to change because it just don't make no sense. I was seeing some people on Twitter, like you know, my cousin stuck on in the attic. Please send a boat. Mm-hmm. If somebody got something, send it. I was like, yo, like, and it's, 
And I'm, of course, I was seeing other people like, you know, oh, like Ava DuVernay, y'all need to. What do you expect her to do? Right. What do you expect? It's not, y'all gotta, y'all look over, y'all look to these celebrities, like you're looking for Lil Wayne and Lil Boosie and Ava DuVernay and all, and, and celebrities who came out of that community to do something. They don't live there anymore. You need to talk to the politicians who are there, mm -hmm. the mayor, the city councilmen, the aldermen. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that need to be held accountable for, not Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, no, something has to change. But, you know, when it comes to politics, uh, I mean, look at what's going on. We just talked about Herschel Walker. They Anybody can put, we can go to the city council right now and be like, you know, we're running for city council of, of Charlotte. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like no political background, no nothing. And that's what really needs to change. Like, I mean, but it's, it, I, I guess it's all like a moral thing mm -hmm. because anybody can, you know, look the part like, oh yeah, I'm a politician and I care and da da da. But do you really, like, are you really working for the people? There's, there's very minimal politicians out here in the entire country that are uh, literally that are working for the people. Right. And something there had to be some type of something that needs to change for that because this can, there's going to be another hurricane that's going to hit Katrina. Uh, that's going to hit Katrina. That's going to hit New Orleans. That's going to hit Florida. Mm -hmm. That's going to hit Mississippi. That's going that's going to hit Texas. Yes. Hell, they own Senator Ted Cruz left. They had a whole ice storm. And he left. And he said, oh, we're going, we going to Puerto Rico. We out of here. But that's who y'all keep putting in office. So make it make sense. Y'all keep putting him in office because I don't know. Yeah. what I don't know what he got. What, he, what does he have on y'all that y'all keep putting that man in office? Racism. What is it? He don't look good. Listen, racism over everything. Racism, it goes racism and then it goes your sex. So yeah. You are a white male. If you are a white female, if you were a black male, you are a black female. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it will always be race first because you got to uphold the race first. Yeah. And then you can get to sexes and whatnot maybe later. I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen. I really don't. I don't, but I'm, I'm, I'm so tired. Uh, I have a co-worker in Louisiana, mm -hmm. you know, working remote. Um, she had to go to a hotel. Like, you know, we, we've talked to her, Yeah. but she ain't working because she ain't got no power. Of course. It's horrible. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's absolutely <sighs> terrible. So, you know, prayers up to the people of New Orleans, the, the people. I'm so sorry that, that your state has failed you again. Again. I'm sorry that your state has failed you again. Like, y'all are, like, are literally on the coast. Like, so y'all should be prepared at all no, times. At all times. During the months of uh, end of July through October, y'all should be prepared. Cause you already know what it, you already know what, what it is. You already know what it is. And the, the fact that y'all are not, and people are saying like, well, why can't, why can't they just leave? Some people don't have cars. Some people literally don't have money. Do you understand? We're in the middle of a goddamn pandemic as much as we are all out here in the and streets. And where do you expect them to go? Where are they going if they ain't got no money? Cause you ain't, and that's what, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna open the doors for them. Quickly. Where are we going? Where are they going? Where are they going? Stop telling people what they need to do. You're where, not gonna open the doors for them. Where are they going? That's the crazy thing. I mean, if that, I mean, if you're one of those individuals that actually will be like, you know what, y'all can come in here, just wear y'all masks, mm -hmm. then salute to y'all. But for everybody else that's just tweeting like, oh my God, y'all need to do something. You do something. You do something. You do something. You do something, bro. Oh my God. Ghetto. Very ghetto. Speaking of doing something, finally something has been done. Uh, Dylan Roof's death sentence has been upheld. Um, 
He ain't got to go home, but he got to get the hell up out of here. Uh, yeah. Yep, that's all I really got to say. This man who slaughtered nine people, almost ten, because one had to pretend like she was dead just to escape. Mm. Slaughtered nine people in Bible study that were praying with him, teaching him the word. He actually had the audacity, the caucasity, the caucasity to be like, I don't deserve to die. I ain't got, but yeah, I, I, you know what? It's, 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 it's so tricky because I don't really, I'm not really for the death penalty like that, to be honest. Cause I just don't think two wrongs make a right, but this type of individual, like just let, keep him in the hole forever. He shouldn't even be able to see other people. He shouldn't be able to see anybody but those nine people that he slaughtered. Those should have been the pe- those should be the last people that he's seen was the nine people that he slaughtered for no reason. I want to know where the two cops that took his ass to Burger King. Are yeah. they in jail? Put them right. Put them right next to him, yo. Put Are they in right jail? Oh, you hung- Oh, you hungry? You hungry? You, you want, want Burger King? You want Burger King? You want some Burger Get King? Get you a Whopper. We'll actually uncuff you. You actually- and let you eat. Them cops said you actually can have it your way. All right. Yep. Because, I mean, I mean, a lot of these cases, like, get to me. But this one, <laughs> like, for you to actually think that you can appeal, that de- you killed, you slaughtered nine people in the house of God. With, when they came, when you, when they, and they had open arms when you walked in. Like they that. opened the door for you. They welcomed you. Even though they questioned it, like, what is this white man doing here? You know what? But because they're, oh, you know what? He's coming here to be saved. We got you. They opened the door for you, sat there, prayed with you, sang with you, taught you the word. And then you just said, you know what? What I really came to do is, and the fact that somebody had to play dead just to survive. Oh, okay. I want to know where the cops are. You go, they, they he going to, to the hot place either way. Whether, oh, yeah. Whether they burn him up or not, he's going to the hot yeah, place. Yeah, because there's no way. <laughs> it's not. It's just. There's no way possible. No way there's possible. There's no way possible. He got to go. He's got to go. He got to go. Um, who else got to go is the people of, um, also people of um, the politicians of Mississippi. Okay? <laughs> so. What's the thesis? Okay. So, you know, a lot of those states down in the Delta, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, they are, like, not doing the whole mask mandate. They're like, no, hell no, we won't go. Mm-hmm. We're not going to put masks on. Everybody come here. Damn it. Everybody come here, do what they got to do. However, instead of doing that simple thing, just saying everybody wear a mask, they decided that they're going to do something else, right? So, they, <laughs> it just makes no Mm-mm. sense. So, they said that if you, um, hold on, let me find my story here. Okay. Okay, so the state is ordering those with COVID-19 to isolate or you will go to jail. If you have COVID, you can either isolate or go to jail. Yeah, so you go to jail and spread COVID. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, so those who contract COVID-19 in Mississippi are being asked to either isolate at home for 10 days or more or otherwise face a prison sentence of up to five years. (laughs) When y'all could just do a mask mandate and it'd be cool, right? Um, of course, the new order was issued by the Mississippi State Department of Health um, as cases continue to mount in the state. 
Um, those who don't comply with the alert could also potentially face a $5,000 fine along with a prison time. Only 38% of the eligible population is fully vaccinated. In the entire country? The entire state. Of uh, Mississippi? Yep. 38% of eligible population is fully vaccinated. Y'all literally could just issue a mass mandate. Like how North Carolina is. Well, I should say Charlotte. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. why would you put them in jail? I mean... Uh, Yo, people in jail got it rough, yo. In terms of this COVID, like... Yeah, no, seriously. Like, like leave me out of that. No, seriously. <laughs> like, I don't like, yo, bro, don't send these people in here. Like, I would hate to go to jail in Mississippi, period. Yo, like, I mean, I would hate to be in Mississippi, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think anywhere you go to jail is horrible, but, like, it's like... Mississippi or, like, Alabama. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Man, then you got Rikers. Ooh, well... Then you got uh, San Quentin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those four. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. This sounds just like this, that, that video I saw, I saw I sent you to... I sent you on TikTok of the people who were... Instead of going to go get the shot... They were taking like these horse tranquilizer pills. Oh my pills god! Or that's, we didn't put that on the list. Yes, and like people are like getting poisoned and calling the CDC. Like, hey, I'm getting sick because I'm taking this horse pill or whatever. And it's like, well, first of all, where are you getting it from? Why are you taking a horse pill? Listen, <laughs> your president, the orange pill, was telling people to drink Clorox, and y'all stupid behinds actually started doing it. Do it. Keep doing it. Natural I, selection. I did read a report that there was some. Um, some Florida doctors actually walked out because they were just like, we're tired of y'all coming in here unvaccinated. You you sit in here coming in here telling us you're not going to wear your mask, you're not going to get vaccinated, and that you expect us to save your life? It's not realistic. It's, I feel so bad for them. You, for the, the, for the, the doctors. Okay, like, yes, yes. The ones that actually have, you know, like a conscience. It's mm-hmm. like, so I got to save this person's life. Forget the person that just came here because they had a stroke right. or a heart attack. I got to save this asshole's life. And he's sitting here telling me, I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. You're not going to silence me. My mom sent me this video, I think like like, like right after we had recorded two weeks ago. And a guy was saying like, listen, if you don't want to get tested or if you don't want to get the, the vaccine or whatever, that's fine. But stop going to the hospital when you get sick because like he was like, my wife has cancer and she can't even get a room yeah. in the hospital because all the rooms are taken up. Ventilators are taken up by people who have COVID who decided that they didn't want to get the vaccine. And that's real. I was watching a documentary, a, new, a quick little New York Times documentary. Apparently, like in the Ozarks, they have like the biggest population of people who do not want, who do, who have, who refuse. Vaccinated. Yes, and there are people on their deathbed saying, "If I could do this over again, I still wouldn't get the vaccine." You are hooked up to a ventilator. I don't. I. 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 I can't. I really can't, and I refuse to have this conversation with people. I really, I'm. You're. There's nothing that you can say to me, and there's nothing that um, I can say to you. I'm. There's no, like we talked about Jennifer Aniston talking about. I don't want to hang around unvaccinated people. I understand it, and I don't. And like, um, one of our Twitter followers, a fellow Aggie, she just had an issue. Like she was like, she was around somebody that was unvaccinated. She's waiting on her. She was waiting on her COVID test. She got a negative result, but she was just like, I'm not saying that's it. I'm if you not, if you're not vaccinated, get away from me. And yeah. I'm like, yo, I feel you sis. A hundred percent. 
Everybody we was in 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 Vegas, they everybody was vaccinated. vaccinated. Yep. Everybody was vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I will say a lot of people I didn't really see a lot of people with no mask on like that. To I be was honest. expecting to see a lot of people. Yeah, it wasn't no it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna I be. I thought it was gonna be chaotic, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people sitting at the little slot machine, they got it down. Okay, but yeah. uh I wasn't I really wasn't mm-mm. Yeah. But as for me in my house, don't come up in here unvaccinated. I'm sorry. Vax it up. I can't. I, it's, it's, at this point, it's just like, yo. Yeah. And that's my choice. Just like it's your choice not to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. It's my choice to be like, I don't want to be around you. I'm good. And that's it. Especially if you unvaccinated and you just, you you outside. Like, y'all wild. I'm good. Y'all are wild. I'm good. Y'all are wild. I'm good. Y'all are wild. Mm-mm-mm. Speaking of being wild, this is our local story of the week. Um, this is one of my alma mater's. I went to this high school here in Charlotte. Ghetto. For ninth and tenth grade, though, so I didn't graduate from there. Oh, okay. You're not, no, <laughs> no alum. No alum. No, yeah, no alum. alumni status there. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Um, but since you've had the story, so I'll let you take it over. Crazy. So, like, their principal has been on leave because there has been several cases of rape and sexual assault that happened on Myers Park's uh, high school campus that were literally just looked the other way. Like, what'd you say? Oh, not my business. Um, six women have come forward to publicly detail what happened after they reported being raped or sexually assaulted by a fellow student mm. at Myers Park High School. Each woman, um, each woman reported to both school administrators and police, and each woman says they left their interactions with police feeling as though nothing was going to happen. Just regular. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just not looking good. Um, there was one, like one CMPD officer said that he was given. Dubious legal advice from the from a department lawyer that led him to dismiss one reported rape almost as soon as he heard about it. Like basically, like don't say anything, nothing. Um, what? Yeah. So of course, court records and interviews with the six women raised new questions for police. I mean, you know, what I mean, th- there's no shocker there. No, there's no shocker there. Not to tell the girls to be quiet. Yeah. Were they, they students or like? Yeah, they were students. So, um, so here we go. Like, so they first started investigating uh, their handling of sexual violence at Myers Park. This was back in 2015. So oh, this has been six years. Yeah, exactly. After a student there reported being raped in the woods adjacent to campus during the school day, the student who later filed a lawsuit under the uh, under the name Jane Doe against CMS and CMPD um, texted her mom and friends in an effort to get help while she was in the woods. The text message said, Mom, I'm being kidnapped. The female text said, 7.18 a.m., call somebody, don't call me. A minute later, the student texts a group message to her friends at a school at school saying, call the cops. When a friend responded, why? She replied by telling them to find the resource officer, Bradley Leak. She was very specific. Um, 30 minutes later, after unsuccessfully texting both her parents and her group of friends in hopes that an officer would come find her, she texts at 8.05, I was attacked, I feel so gross. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is crazy. After she was found, her parents took her to the hospital for a rape kit. Um, Police didn't even come by to collect the rape kit for hours, despite four calls from the hospital and a call from the the girl's mom. Mm. Ridiculous. That's terrible. Uh, Serena Evans, who reported being raped by a fellow student in a bathroom one day after school in 2016, said the police did little to investigate. Oh, my God. She said she recalled telling a detective that, um, wait, recalled a detective telling her that she didn't have a case because she untied her shorts at the direction of a, mm, I can't read this. 
because she untied her shorts at the direction of a man she said raped her after he had allegedly for, already forced her to perform oral sex on him. What the fuck is going on at Myers Park? I don't know. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I'm this disgusted. Is, this is serious. Um, yeah. Shout out to WBTV. Um, I'm disgusted. Nah, dog, I'm disgusted. Yeah, it's this is pretty gross. I mean, this is a very, very long report. Um, I'm disgusted. These young girls, there's several young girls in this story that are talking about being raped. I mean, and the years are going from 2015 to 2016 to 2018 to 2019. Um, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, this that's is really terrible. bad. This is really bad. So, um, for fellow students who are go who go to Myers Park, mm-hmm. keep that thing on you. Forget Myers Park. Just anywhere you go. I don't care where you are, how old you are, especially if you are a woman. Please protect yourself. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You got these. You got these little boys. Uh, you got these grown ass men and then you got these grown ass women and grown ass men in these administrative, uh, roles that are doing nothing to protect you. They're doing absolute girl. Okay. On the plane, I watched a movie called promising young woman. You finished it. And this is exactly what happened. This is exactly what happened in that movie, but it was in medical school. Mm. What happens to her? You can picture what happens to him. He goes on and gets married and becomes a doctor and everything. Mm-hmm. It has to stop. It has to stop. It has to stop. Sis talks about it all the time. Your yeah. friends is rapey as fuck. And you're not checking them. Get them out of here. You're not checking your rapey friends, which means that what? You. Birds of a feather. Flock together. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. I know that your man. Even your girls. Like girls is rapey too. Yeah, like Straight I, up. Girls are rapey too. Like flirting and being rapey is two different things. Right. Right. If he says, leave me alone, leave him alone. Right. Period. Check your rapey friends. Ugh. Um, so yes. That just stressed me out. You can find more stories like that and more on it's the block.com. It's the block. I can't even say it because like that story just pissed me off. It was disgusting. <laughs> um, lifestyle, culture, arts, entertainment, black excellence, us. Remember it's the block.com. That's where we are. And that's where you need to be period um all right we're gonna run through through a lot of stuff because i didn't realize that was gonna take up so much time so me neither i know right you see me at 46 we got into it we got into it okay um cam newton has been released from the patriots uh good for him i say i mean honestly Mm, who who really wants to play for the patriots honestly Seriously. Um, I don't really know why. Like I said, I don't really follow sports that much. But um, some people are saying that's because he didn't get vaccinated because you then the NFL. First of all, the NFL is not making their players get vaccinated. I mm-hmm. want to say that. The mm-hmm. M- I think it was the NBA that was doing it. But they're not making their players get vaccinated. However, they're saying that they were following, um, you know, CDC protocols, blah, 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 blah. Um, that's not the case because there's a couple of other quarterbacks that, um, you know, that are not vaccinated. They're very publicly saying that they're not vaccinated. They're not thinking about it. They're still going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Cam Newton's what? In his 30s. So everybody can't be a Tom Brady. Everybody can't be a Brett Favre. Everybody can't be a Jerry Rice. Everybody can't be, you know, some of the greats, you yeah. know. But, I mean, I think Cam Newton has done what he needs to do. Everybody's not going to get a ring. Yeah. So, you know, and I want y'all. Y'all been talking hella shit on Twitter. Y'all ain't going to say that to his face. You won't. 
You won't. He'd take that hat off and throw it at you. Right. Hello. That's what he would say. Um, <laughs> speaking of football, um, sis, kind of want to tell you, has to tell you this story because. Girl. What? Girl. <laughs> Please. Okay. Real quick. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> wow, this is a crazy story. Okay. I am. It, it really is. It's like, is this really happening? Yes, it is. So there was a, there's, there is a, mm-hmm. a fake high school um, called Bishop Sycamore. Like, listen to the name of it. Bishop Sycamore that somehow, some way lied to ESPN Still even trying to figure out how ESPN and them connected. And somehow, someway, got on ESPN, played two games. Yo. Yo. Two games. Girl, it's crazy. So, like, this is what happened. So, like, the game was scheduled by Paragon Marketing Group, whose president, Rashid Ghazi, denied having knowledge of Bishop Sycamore's Friday game. So, they played two games. Uh-huh. So, Ghazi said that the company did not do, they did not do the diligence in researching the team. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Girl, this this team is apparently from Ohio. They don't even recognize Bishop Sycamore as a legitimate high school, and their physical location, practice facilities, and roster eligibility cannot be verified. So, Somebody at ESPN is getting is is gone. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Fire. a few people. The team's head coach, and I'm the team's head coach. Yes. Um, come on, complex with these pop ups. Um, Roy Johnson also has an active arrest warrant out for fraud charges. Of course he does. Um, many of the players, quote unquote, um, have already graduated high school. Of course. Um, it's a bunch of adults. <laughs> you know, like twenty and thirty year olds that's still trying to live out their dreams. Um, there's never been a Bishop Sycamore. Um, a lot of them are just high school dropouts. Um, nah, dog. Yeah. This is male bravado at its finest. Girl, it's, and if you Google this and you see the, you, you have to see how they even came out of the tunnel. It giving very much bring it on vibes. Remember how the team came out? Like, that's what it looked like. Oh, that's what it looked God. like. They came out the logo on the it. I don't know. This I mean, listen. They had to be like, listen. We about to go here and smash these high school students. But let let me tell you what the score was. Yes, please. Fifty eight to zero. Fifty eight zero. So not only were y'all fake, y'all got y'all ass whooped by a bunch of high schoolers. You know, because they actually are football players. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um. <laughs> somebody tore the ACL. I mean. Can you imagine me, 36 years old? With a torn ACL. Torn your ACL because you got beat up by a bunch of high school football players. Doing something you shouldn't have been doing. Okay, go to work. Go to work. Yo, this is crazy. Go to work. I mean, I don't know what's going on with ESPN, but it's... This is crazy, sis. Yes. That's a mess. They're not, they're not a real high school. It. What in, okay. Bishop Sycamore. What in your right mind would be like, yeah, me as a grown per me as a grown man about to go out here and play under a fake high school. Girl, it was some him. somebody actually got to one of the players um and actually got a chance to talk to him. Yeah. Um, it was not good. It was like it, it, girl. Basically he was saying like they already like, yo, this is gonna be a Netflix. Like they've been recruiting people, so shut up. It's only a matter of time for this, like Oh, it'll be on Netflix, all right, but not as the way you think. Yeah, it's it said. Hold on, it's okay. 
what's the crazy thing that happened while you were there? It was like, there's it's ish I could say, but I really don't want to. For the month and a half, we had 35 players. They moved us into new houses for that. A month and a half, we were all sleeping on the floor. Um, it's crazy. Like, we had players from every borough of New York. Then we had players from the inner city of Columbus, Ohio. That's where I'm from. Um... He said, like, so then the question was, like, how did y'all even get there? Like, what, how, what, is, what, is, what is the recruitment? Yeah. They were, like, at first they had, like, brochures and a plan. They sent me books with, like, ish on how the school was supposed to look, blueprint, blueprints and everything, giving very much Dr. Umar vibes. Mm. Um, they told us that they told us we was going to be on Netflix. They recruited us, telling us we were going to be on the show. Then they told us we were going to be uh, the, I, the IMG of the Midwest. Yeah, it's it's a serious article uh, that was written. Yeah, so like this is a former Bishop Bishop Sycamore player actually exposed girl. Wow, girl, ghetto. It is ghetto. Ghetto. Um, and it, it like as more stuff comes out, it just gets worse and worse. It's like, but it's the fact that y'all y'all still lost fifty eight to zero. I would, have, zero. I would have to go under the witness protection program like, and change my name. Because there's no way. You wouldn't even got an interview out of me. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. What That's, are you, the, 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 the Toros? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> sad. Very, very sad. The Toros, like, no. They sucked. They Ooh. absolutely suck. Very ghetto. Um, speaking of things that are ghetto, as you know, we've been talking about Jeopardy. This is the most action Jeopardy has gotten from us in a long time. Honestly. Uh, we've been talking about it for almost like three weeks straight at this point. Um, so Mike Richards, who was the executive producer, who was, remember we talked about the last episode, we talked about how he decided to step up and be just and just be the host anyway. Like, who does that? Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> his name was... <laughs> Mike Richards. I'll do it. Uh, actually, matter of fact, I'll just do it. Yeah, we did auditions, but I'm, I think I'm gonna just go I ahead got and it. jump in anyway. Sorry about it. Um, Mike Richards will no longer be the executive producer of Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune um, as of Tuesday after a firestorm of controversies forced him to resign as the show's newest host. Um, it says we had hoped that Mike that when Mike stepped down from the host position at Jeopardy, it would have minimized the disruption and internal difficulties we have all experienced these last few weeks. Um, wrote the C a vice president at uh, Sony Pictures. Um, that clearly has not happened. Um, on August 20th, just a day after he began filming his first episodes as the new face of the show, Richard said he would no longer be its host. Two days earlier, the ringers Claire McNear had reported that Richards routinely made sexist and racist comments on a podcast he co-hosted during his time as executive producer of The Price is Right. Jesus Christ. He had been the whole, uh, executive producer of Jeopardy since 2019. It had already had a lot of baggage. There were questions about how closely he was involved in the process of selecting a new host while vying for the position himself. Shortly before Sony announced that he would succeed the late Alex Trebek as host, several news outlets resurfaced uh, discrimination lawsuits from Richard's time as the executive producer of The Price is Right, which revealed allegations that he led a toxic work environment. Wow. My, my whole thing with stuff like that is like, so why is it that he had to be named host for this stuff to come out? That's the problem I have with, like, if you're an executive producer, that means you are calling the shots mm -hmm. of a lot of these beloved shows that have been on for years. Why is it that all of a sudden that he's in the forefront where we've been seeing his name come across the screen every night for the last 30 something, or what, well, well, two, two years, years, but even on Price is Right, like, why hasn't, why, I want people to stop waiting to say stuff. Stop waiting for that stuff. Like, 
We wouldn't have Donald Trump as a president if we if everything would have came out bef- way before he even put in he came down that escalator. I think when you put I think as as like as like as soon as you decide I want to be a face of something, then that's when people really get to go like go in and, and scrutinize you. Unfortunately, it's because you're behind the scenes. People don't really care about you because they don't see you. But because he wanted because he wanted to step up and be the man, and on the way it was done it was like y'all had a whole audition process, and he was like, oh, as a matter of fact, I, I think I'm gonna do it. Like get the f- no, no, no. So yeah, he's absolutely not fired. Absolutely not. Um, what do we got next? Bye, bye. I wish I could say about it this, and that is another Cinderella movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't want it. Um, Camila Cabello is the new Cinderella. The only reason I will watch it is because Billy Porter is supposed to be playing the fairy god person. Yeah. Uh, but I'm good on that. I mean, I want. I'm kind of interested. I'm. I'm. I'm intrigued because. Of the- the way the story has kind of been revised about her, you know, not like she's not after finding a husband. It's like, you know, I just want to be like, she's supposed to be a dressmaker and okay. she wants to run a business. So I thought that was kind of cool. I, I did think that was like, Oh, that's kind of dope. Um, you know, cause we never really knew what Cinderella, like she just stay in the house and just, yeah, you know, take out the her little nasty stepsisters and stepmother. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that part of the story was cool. I thought it was, you know, kind of cool that it was some diversity I mean, it ain't Brandy. Right. You know, we so. already have a diverse Cinderella that part. Movie. Also, wasn't Camila Cabello racist to Normani and stuff like that? Oh, they I was in the know. same group together, Fifth Harmony. Y'all actually listen to Fifth Harmony? I didn't, but nonetheless. I swear, I ain't. Nope. I don't know any Fifth Harmony songs. Couldn't, if their song was playing right now, I wouldn't know it was them. I probably do know one, but other than that, no, I don't know no Fifth Harmony songs. I know I know a Normani song and I know a Camelia Cabello song. I don't even know a Camelia Cabello song. You know that one song she had up with her boo, Shawn Mendes? But she has some other songs out, but... Um, Are they still doing that thing where, they, where they're trying to make us think they're together? Apparently. Oh. Yeah, I know everybody's calling him, they think he's gay, but... Oh, no, because he's bad, so... Anyway, oh. speaking of bad, Damn. speaking of bad, Damn. Uh, I, I just want to like preface this by saying I'm very sorry, y'all, that we have to show y'all this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what Trick Daddy said. Like, this is like, this is his vibe. And you say women is supposed to eat booty game. Yeah. You saying women is eating the booty? Yeah. Well, uh, eat the just, wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to make noise you know. Somebody is tossing Trick Daddy salad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know why we shared that with y'all, but I thought it was funny. I don't care if it's Jay Ellis. I don't care if it's Chris Evans or Luke James. Any of my 12 husbands. Oh my God. I wish, I wish, I, I wish you would ask me to do that. I will put you in a headlock before I ever. I'm just going to stab you. Like just, I'm sorry, what you say? Okay. Don't even think about asking me. No. 
Let alone, tr- you know, somebody for everybody. There is. I believe that. I am, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. But that's what my romance, that cap right there. Yeah. That's where it's at. It ends right there. Okay. I know people are into some weird stuff. Absolutely. Um, and that's cool. Only salad I like is Caesar, garden, cucumber salad. That's it. That's it. Um, God dang it. That was, I'm sorry, y'all. That's nasty. I'm sorry. I will say, I thought it was, you know, that's cool that he kind of brought that up. You know what? You know what I mean? It's very progressive. You know what I mean? For like, for, for a man to be like, hey, yeah. like I, I do like my, my yeah. salad toys. Like, cause he does give me like a man who would be insecure about that. Absolutely. He, he gives me that vibe. So he gives me boozy vibes. He definitely he gives does. me does. He does give me boozy vibes. But you know what? Good for you, Trick, for being very secure in your masculinity and saying that. And you said it with your chest. Cause even though it's like, you got your legs in, he's like, like, I mean, it depends. Sense. I mean, sure. you know, so good for you. Yeah, actually, you know what? Salute to you, You know trick. what I mean? You know what? It's still nasty, but hey. Look at you, man. Salute to you. <laughs> My hat goes off to you. <laughs> um, up next, child. Okay, we got so much stuff. We're going to get rid of some of this stuff. We're going to come back to some of this stuff. Okay. Okay. We want, we going to come back to that? Yeah, we can come back to that. Okay, we can come back to that. We can come back to that. And we can come back maybe to... to yeah. To this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anything else we should come back to? That one. Well, yeah. I mean, if you yeah. have... Do you, no, I don't really... We don't really have to talk about that, that one. We can come back to that? Yeah. Okay. Until we see more, because right yes. now I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, <sighs> is that good? Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. Okay, so while in Vegas, we went to go see... Candyman. 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 <laughs> I'm like, Candyman. no. <laughs> say the last time. No, I'm not. No, I'm say not. Say the last time. I'm not going to say Girl, Yaya it. might pop up here. But he will be the new guy. No, thank you. Y'all, y'all pop up here. Then you gotta go. But then, <laughs> uh, no hell no. We it's a team effort. No, no. Is, it's a team effort if we both do it. Sorry, damn. Like, we'll take turns or something. Ah. <laughs> we're gonna take turns. Rotate that nigga. We're gonna Ooh. rotate him, girl. Um. So yes, the new Candyman movie came out August 27th. We saw it while in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was good. Super good. It was very interesting. I pro- I wish I would have saw the first one. Yeah. Before we had seen it, I feel like there are questions that I have that could probably be answered from the first one. Yeah. But it's not. I would say I don't think it's as scary as y'all think it's gonna be. It's not at all. It's definitely more of like a little political, social, social justice mm-hmm. take onto the movie, which I don't remember if the first one was. No. It wasn't. The first one was literally like woogie boogie. Yeah. It ooh, was. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You gotta think if they came out like uh, the like very early nineties. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um So yeah. They did have some of the original cast in the movie. A lot of the original cast. Um, which was super duper dope. Yeah. Um, but you know, we were part of the reason why it was number one in the box office, making the director, uh, Nia DaCosta, mm-hmm. um, the first black female director to go number one yes. um in the box office. I thought um I did think that Ava DuVernay did that with Selma mm-hmm. when that came out, but you know, but either way, I'm rooting for both of them. Yes. So and make sure y'all saying that as Nia uh, Jordan Peele was a part of it, but Nia directed the movie. Yeah, he was the he was one of the producers. Okay, so make sure you get it right. Okay. Yeah. Get it right. Thank, yeah. Thank you. Um but yeah. It was good. I think I, th- I love the way it was shot. There are like mm-hmm. there are like points in the movie where they use like paper mache or something to tell the story. I thought yeah. that was super dope. That was real cool. That was really cool. That was cool. real cool. That was really cool. Um Coleman yeah. Domingo. 
Oh, he's so fine. Mm-hmm. Um, just they all, Yaya Coleman, uh, Tiana Paris, mm-hmm. they all did just an amazing job. Yeah. An amazing job. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Enough yeah. said. Oof. Like yeah. I will say his name five times in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he'll pop up in my yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo. All right, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. Why don't we move on to yeah, the next? Yes, we can move on to the Let's next. Let's do day. that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll let you do this one. Oh, child. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> while we also were in Vegas, you know what? We were on vacation, but we were still doing our job. Uh, okay. Yes. We were still doing our job. Real Virgo energy. So it's like yo, screenshot that so we can talk about it. We get. <laughs> And I did. So, yeah, so you know that college just started um, across the country. And it's, it's really, I really feel so bad for y'all. I really do. I'm, but I'm also very glad that we got our college experience when we did. Because, girl, it's very ghetto. Um, Xavier University um, in Louisiana, so on top of the hurricane, mm. um, yeah, they basically said that, like, their, like, their leaders are telling unvaccinated students that they cannot attend fall classes. Like, either you vaxxed or you axed. That's it. Period. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. So, like, the vice president of admin and the chief of staff, um, Patrice Bell, says unvaccinated students are getting notification this week that they will be notified. Um, they will be notified that uh, they do not have health clearance and that they will not be able to join us the effective, uh, the effective end of this week. Yo, this this whole vaccination thing, and we I know we talked about it for 40 minutes already, yeah. but this is going to bring up so much more stuff like this. Yeah. This is going to seriously bring the country to a huge huge divide in terms of mm-hmm. how to move forward with things. And I think this, I think this to me is actually taking it too far. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so some of the, some of the students actually said some stuff like this one, um, sophomore Elise took said, I think it's unfair to, un- to unenroll them because they still need their education. But I can, but she said, I can see both sides. They are trying to protect the students that they have on campus and they're trying to make it normal for us as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, another one who fourth year student was like, I can't believe it. Like, it's just super crazy. Um, they did issue the mandate, um, like in an April letter. So they've had more than enough time to get vaccinated. Damn. Right now it's really hard to get tests, but you can get vaccinated anywhere. Yeah. It is hard to get tests. Super hard to get tests right now. Um, yeah. so that's rough, yo. So that in itself should tell y'all that y'all need to just, you know, vaccinated or not, just kind of limit, just limit, just limit. Mm-hmm. It, it's no big deal. Like watch some shows. Yeah. Stay in the house. You know what I'm saying? Or just just try to stay away from it. Or just wear your pick, mask. Pick up a book addiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ask Sierra how many books she got in Vegas at the bookstore. I bought four books. I thought it was five. I bought four. Oh, okay. I bought four. I spent... Y'all should have seen her. I FaceTimed her while she was in the bookstore while I was getting dressed. She was, You should have seen her face. She was like... Like, I'm in a bookstore. <laughs> I was too hyped. She was really excited. I was excited for her. Like, that's dope. That's dope. Book gang. Ah. Like, she, she is real out of these streets. Um, but yeah, so Xavier University, Louisiana, um, like Sis said, it's a lot of schools that are, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with that. So that's rough though. Did you see the the clip of AT? There was a, a huge pool party at AT. Like, no. girl. Just COVID was all up in there, like candy, like the bees at Candyman, like all up in there, like oh no, just like 
we outside. Oh, okay. So I wonder, like, is Xavier University, like, going to, like, not, like, return scholarship money or, like, I don't know. how does that work? That's a good question. That is a good question. Because I'd be, I'd be hot, right, if I didn't get vaccinated and y'all was like, yeah, you can't enroll, but we still won't take your money. Uh, no, you will not. Somebody going to run, refund Navian or whoever, like, run them their money back because if I can't be a student here, there's no point you taking my money. That's not... That's not how this works up in here. I know, ma'am. This is interesting. So, like, one of the students that, um, the the one who was a senior, he said he actually qualifies for medical or religious exemption. Those students and staff members have to submit uh, to two weekly COVID-19 testings. So, you know. Every way, every. Every two, like, two weeks. Um, oh, my God. Just get the vaccination. Yeah. I mean, and like, I there's a lot, there's a lot of companies that are dealing with that right now. It's like, so oh, L.A. actually just um, because they're they're all over the place. They mm-hmm. like basically was like, all right, cool, you don't want to get uh, vaccinated. They're getting tested every week, every week, every Monday. You've been oh, you've been out on the weekend. You outside like, yeah. Yo, you want to deal with sticking that thing up your nose every Monday? It's not a good time. It's not a good time. It's not a good time. So. Oh, very ghetto out here. Very, very ghetto out here. Oh God. The last two things is also very, very ghetto. Um, <laughs> um, University of Kentucky. <clears throat> black football students um, at a fraternity party. What could go wrong, right? Mm. Everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Um, so I saw this story because this girl actually posted a GoFundMe. Um, for these six football players. Um, They have been charged with first-degree burglary with one accused of first-degree wanton endangerment. That's the same charge that uh, Breonna Taylor's um, killers got. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Following an investigation of an incident um, at a party, at a private party. Girl, some of these men's names. Okay. Yes. That's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So basically, um, they said that three that three individuals entered a private party that they were not invited to at a residence and were asked to leave. They became upset and threatened to return. The release uh, added, and then they came back a short time with additional individuals. Oh. They forced their way inside, and one suspect was uh, observed pointing a firearm at a victim. Um, mm. Yeah, this is this is a lot going on because apparently that never happened. It was some football players that went to a white frat party. There were some uh, racial slurs saying uh, exchange, got into a fight, and somehow, some way, they're being charged with burglary. Um, mm. We've seen this story too many times. So, you know, hopefully, I don't know. Being a black student at a PWI seems exhausting. Girl, so... Ugh. I'm, I'm going to do a little more reading on the story because I'm just really intrigued to find out what mm-hmm. happens to these young boys. Um, and of course, because they're football players, so Lyman, Ruben Adams, running back, Jaton McLean, defensive back, Andrew Phillips, receiver, Ernest Sanders, the fourth, safety, Vito Teasdale, and defensive back, Joel Williams, were charged with first degree bur- um, burglary. It seems to me like six black college uh, football players at the University of Kentucky, which is a sports gold mine. I don't think that, I mean, I don't know them and I was not there, but it just seems kind of odd that these football players, all of them on the team active, why would they just randomly just rob a frat house? Y'all ain't got no money. <laughs> well, is it a white frat house? Yeah, but still, like, you're at a party that just, like, yeah, that something is, is not adding up. Yeah, why would they? They probably they're on scholarship. Or they, I don't know. Mm. Burglary, like, did you take something? Like, that, this, I. That is kind of sus. It very sus. I'm going to, listen. My lawyer hat is on. 
I this don't make no sense. I'm gonna keep up with this because I don't like it. It's very sus. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like it at all. Um, when she told me that story, it reminded me of our last story of the <laughs> of the show. And um, yeah, I'm just gonna show y'all this video and um <laughs> maybe people will learn to mind their damn business after this. And that's on period. And that's on period. Here we go. Not me being shocked like I didn't see this before. Night, night. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh, the black man's glasses. Mm -hmm. Child. Um, So I can't find any update on this uh, story in terms of like an article or anything like that. But as you can clearly see, they were at a a Steelers game. And uh, that lady hit him first, slapped him in the face. And felt comfortable enough to slap him in the face for whatever reason. She thought that she could slap a stranger she don't know in the face and there would not be no repercussions. Not only did she get hit, but she put her, he put her boyfriend to sleep. <laughs> Two L's. Two L's. Listen. Why the fuck would you think that you could slap somebody? You don't know him. You don't know him. What has to come across your mind? What has to come across your mind to be like, I'm going to slap you. You don't know me. I don't condone violence. Sometimes I choose it, but I don't mm-hmm. condone it. And I don't condone men putting their hands on women. Right. But sometimes, and I was telling this before we started recording, I get very tired of women putting their hands on men. Mm-hmm. On men. Mm-hmm. And thinking that when they, when they retaliate, <gasps> You shocked? Stop thinking that y'all can beat men. It's not cute. It's not. It's also not realistic. Like, it's, especially the ones you don't know. Okay, like yeah, you know you play, you know you play fight, you know little, you know little WWE with your man, you know you play cousins, right. you know your friends, a man you don't know, a black man at that in Pittsburgh. Okay, and now you look at you, y'all, a Steelers fan. You know, you know they thugs. And now y'all both embarrassed on the internet because you, you, your boyfriend took a nap. The, you look a mess. You look a mess. I don't understand, baby. Like, why don't white people? Why aren't white people able to hold their liquor? Like, seriously. Yo, they do be getting sloshed. They be getting yo sloshed. No, I need, I do need white people to like. What is like? What's the tea? Like, why do y'all can't like tighten up? Yeah, seriously. Cause it don't make no type of sense. It don't make no type of sense. It don't make no sense at all. I don't get it. So, I don't yeah. get it. But um, stop putting your hands on these men. I'm sorry. I don't not, care if they carrying purses. They got the dangling earrings. I know all that's going on. Mm-hmm. They're still men. Period. Okay. And they whoop your ass. That's it. Period. Yeah, period. Whew. All right. That is it for this uh, week's episode. It's time for... 
this week's lip service question. Yes, we have one this week. Mind your business. We didn't, and we didn't have too many responses, I guess, because we've been like kind of gone for a minute. I have a couple on Twitter because okay. I posted it. Yeah, and I everybody saw thought it was about I me saw personally. That. I saw that. And I felt some type of way about that. It's, but you know what? I am going to use those responses. You, ha- you handled it because I was like, hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, first of all, y'all, y'all, y'all mad disrespectful. <laughs> and now I'm about to use y'all answers on this podcast. <laughs> it works. It works. So this week we asked you guys, mm. how long is too long to start liking someone? Um, so here we go. Mariah, hey girl. Hey girl. She said, none of us know, girl. You just got to wink it. <laughs> um, Talisha Holmes said, hey Talisha. She said, never too soon. Life is too short. Go ahead and like that nigga now. Period. <laughs> Period, sis. <laughs> Period. Um, someone named uh, underscore underscore camo said, honestly, if they can't look into my eyes and already tell I like them, they moving too slow for me. Wait, what? Wait, say it again. I'm going to say it one more time. She said, honestly, if they can't look into my eyes and already tell I like them, they moving too slow for me. Okay. Right? <clears throat> okay. My girl Allison said, the moment I actually like you, I want you. Time is irrelevant. Oh. I know. I know. I actually really like that. Some other people said, uh, Nike Rules 301, he said, once we get off that first FaceTime call, it's definitely That part, lit. no. Honestly. <laughs> if you could FaceTime with somebody for like an hour or so, like, yeah, like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, He's and, right. And then the last person, Lore, she said, it's never too soon. Embrace that shit. Interesting. Yeah. Did you have any responses? I think I got one. Okay. I did get one. Um, I'd never be on the right page. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. But let me... Hold on. Let me go back to the page. We did have some responses. Oh, we did? We did have a few. Okay. Just a few. Um, Gavin said, love at first sight. Oh, my God. But he married. He's married. He married. Baby. He married. Shout out to Gavin. The birth of his baby boy. Yes. Born on my birthday, so I'm the godmother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Soul Train Company said, he just here for the comments. Of so course you, he is. You're not going to... You're not going to leave You're not going to leave... So you just not going to leave answer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and then, um, let's see. What else did I have here? Um, okay, Miss Tiffany 08. Hey, girl. She said, when you like someone, you like someone. Wait. When you like someone, you like someone. It could be instantly or it could take time, which is very true. true. So Yes. Um, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Okay. Well, what do you think? How long is too long to start liking someone? <sighs> First of all, let me preface this. This is this question came from my friend Lamont. Okay, what up, bro? Hey, Lamont. You know, because he was telling me this girl told him that he started that she started liking him, and I was like, okay, how long y'all been talking? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, it's been like a month and a half. I was like, okay, yeah, that's. And he was kind of like, mm. okay, listen, all right. I love my bro. He's special though. You know, okay, he's from Philly, but you know, oh, but- <laughs> I know him. Yes, okay. yes. Hey, Lamont. Hi, um. <laughs> They really think there's a time limit like i've been on like two dates with a dude and i'm just like yo i really am dick you know i think for me it's all about like if you put in the effort like you hitting me up every day like we're getting to know each other very quickly and mm-hmm. i don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah you can't you can't help but catch films with somebody you know what i mean especially if, if the vibe is just there yeah you know what i'm saying like i knew i knew i liked i knew i liked my boyfriend a lot after our third date that's see that is acceptable yeah after our third 
because I didn't save his number for a while. Wow. Like, we was just talking. Yeah. I didn't save his, I don't think I saved his number until like after maybe our third or fourth date. Mm-hmm. And so. That's acceptable though. That's an acceptable answer. Yeah. I can accept that. Yeah. What about you? Uh, a day. Oh, wow. A day. Okay. That's too soon. Oh, that's too soon. That's okay. Too I was soon. about to say, I was like, wow. I think I told you this story before, but I said, I told you like, I had met a guy on MySpace. We went to, we went on a date. You did tell me that. I was like, maybe like 17 or 18. So he we went to a date to Wendy's. And we had a great time. Like, we had a good conversation. I mm-hmm. get back home. This nigga texts me like, yo, I mean, he's like, yo, I've, I'm in love with you. No, you're not. Get the love out your eyes, nigga. You got that woo-na-na-na. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I did, did right at the screen like that, too. Like, no. He yeah, was really like, much. he was really like, I love you. Like, <gasps> oh, my God. Like, he was like, like, we had such a great time. Like, I'm in love with you. I'm like, no, you're not. He was, and he got mad at me. He's like, how are you going to tell me that I'm not in love with you? Yeah, like, that's a little much. Like, no, like, you just, like, we literally just met face to face. We had talked a little bit over, you know, over yeah. the internet or whatever. But, like, you literally just met me. Like, that's yeah. crazy. I had another guy who I used to talk to also in a day who told me that he loved me. Yo, you you just got it like that, sis. I don't want that. I don't, you just got it like that. <laughs> I don't want it. That's a pattern. I don't want it. It's a pattern I don't want. Damn. So, for me, it's like, a, like, if you tell me that you love me in a day, now I'm now I'm giving you the side eye because that's to yeah me, that's a little yeah. that's weird like that's weird and that's the like the that's my experience with yeah. it but I think like 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 how you said like like after three days like that's a, that's enough time to like someone I think that's good like yeah. I, I think that's acceptable I think Lamont is tripping I think a month is a good time like that's a good time enough of a stretch to start liking someone yeah. he's tripping he's Lamont is a different he is a different case he is a different I type of breed I see but like it's gonna be it's going to be that one special woman that's gonna get my bro's heart tell him stop playing and go ahead and like that girl back okay, okay we, you know we, and I was telling like he was telling me the whole situation like mm-hmm. different things that they did I'm like so right like what are you how are you not expecting her to not like you like y'all been hanging out doing things I'm like dude what you said was right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. Don't please don't be one of you know like oh like it's been six months like okay if you don't if you don't know if you like somebody after six, six months, months then why are you still talking to them? I mean and that's seriously why are you wasting their time? You wasting their time. You wasting their time. You wasting your time. Like not cool at all. Big clown energy. Is not that you? Cool hey clown. For real. <laughs> like seriously. You're giving me clown vibes. A mess. Yes. Yeah. All right. We don't have any reviews. Is it because we were gone for a week? I don't know. But someone asked us, can you give us the TikTok, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, the TikTok is at Head Wraps and Lipsticks. Come on, baby. Yeah. If you was reading that description, you would know. It's a brand. This is, <laughs> okay, everywhere, except for Twitter, because they won't let us make a whole long handle or whatever. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. Jerks. I know. <laughs> um, That's it for this week's episode. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We are on a whole bunch of platforms. Mm-hmm. We're, I had to think about it. It's, it's been a week. We're on yeah. Twitter at Head Rap Pipe, on Instagram at Head Raps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Head Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Yes. Or you can go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com, uh, where we have crewnecks and t shirts and things like that for sale, but not on sale. Um, also, don't forget to stop by istheblock.com. Istheblock. It's the block. I can say it now. It's yes. Like- yeah. Uh, lifestyle, cultural, arts, entertainment, black excellence, us. That's where we are. That's yes. where you need to be. Don't forget that they also are on Twitter and Instagram at underscore it's 
the block. Um, we're still trying to open up that studio, baby. Uh, do it don't that. stop. Okay. And that link is where it's in the description. You know the vibes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you're not rocking with GoFundMe, don't worry. We got a cash app. Dallas on Hat Red Pod. It's all in the description box. Um, and don't forget that we are on a bunch of platforms Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok at Head Raps and Lipsticks. Um, so, yeah. I think that's everything. That's it. I don't think I have anything else for y'all to say, for me to say. I think we're good for right now. All right, then. Yeah. Sis. We're good for right now. Let me tell y'all. First of all, I got sis on her birthday. Like, I mean, it was her birthday. I wasn't going to, like, not have a joke for her. You, you, it was possible that you could not no, have done No, I was going to, like, I'll post them so you can actually see her reactions to these great jokes. Because, like, we were gone last week. So, yeah. But I do have another joke for this week, right? Oh, my God. This one is super cute. Okay. Oh, my God. What do you call a sleeping bull? A bullshit? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you call it? A bulldozer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, babe. You said that right on. Brandon? Thank wow, you. Wow, Brandon. Listen, get you a partner that accepts your vibes, wow. that accepts your corniness. Wow. Not so we're just two corn So Sean J and Brandon are done in these streets. Listen, wow, you really we're just hate to two corn balls in love. You really hate to see it. And that's what happened. Wow. Thank you, babe. Now I got to block him, Don't too. block him. Damn, that's son. your friend. Is he? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, oh my god. Oh snap. All right, y'all. Oh gosh. See y'all next week. Peace. Bye.